Welcome to Book Talk with Kara Putman. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Kara Putman, the award-winning, best-selling author of more than 30 novels. I write romantic legal suspense and World War II romance, but I read voraciously. Each week, I'll introduce you to one of my favorite author friends as we talk books, writing, and life. Be sure to check back frequently for new episodes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 71st episode of Book Talk. I am so glad to be here. But today, my friend Kelly Underwood is joining us. And Kelly, would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Kelly Underwood. Um, I had the privilege of working with Sunrise Publishing and working with Lynette Eason on my first novel that was released on October 4th. I live in the Orlando, Florida area. So, you know, Disney, (laughs) Um, that's what everybody thinks of. And when they think of Orlando, but you know, there are some nice suburbs and a lot to do in Orlando uh, besides Disney, Um, you know, and I have my whole family here and I've just kind of been living in the Orlando area for most of my life. That's awesome. So what was it like working with Lynette? Because Lynette is an amazing romantic suspense writer and to have your first book be with her. What was that experience like? Um, just, I always say a dream come true. I have been a Lynette fan for so long. Like I read the original Elite Guardian series when it came out. I've just been such a fan of her. So to get that call that I was, you know, chosen to work with her because with Sunrise, what they do is they take a lead author, someone who's established, who's, you know, written a lot of books and, and, you know, is an expert. And then they pair first time authors or people who are just kind of starting out. So you get that mentorship. Um, and it's just amazing to work with her. I mean, she's just, she's so nice and she's so friendly, but she's got the knowledge and she's so willing to, you know, help. And it, it was just such a great experience. Yeah. So this is your first book, which yes. congratulations, by the way, that's Thank phenomenal. You. What was one thing about the book writing process that surprised you? Um, just how long it takes um, in, in general. Um, you know, it's a lengthy process. I think I got a contract and the book came out in you know 22 months later but all of the work that goes in between um it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah so um you were working with characters from her elite guardian series which yes. is such a fun series to read i still remember reading it for the first time and how did you pick layla as the character that you're like that's the lady i want to write a book about well she just seems so interesting um you know, she had um, a Jewish last name. So immediately you think Mossad, like, I'm like, she has to be a Mossad agent. And of course, we were talking earlier, like, you know, people think of Ziva from NCIS. And so she had that kind of mysterious feel, you know, when you think of Mossad, you're like, what do they do? They're very secretive. Um, So I was just intrigued by um, just her whole kind of personality and things like that. But like, Lynette didn't have a lot to say about Layla like she showed up in the last novel but she didn't really have a huge role so there was like yes there's a character established but I have this whole like kind of blank slate because we don't really know her background we don't really know her story that I got to fill in so that is so fun and I mean it it sounds like Lynette really did let y'all just kind of have free reign and develop these characters in the way that you saw them Yes, yes. Um, I mean, we, we wrote a proposal so that they could, you know, Sunrise could get an idea of where you would, would take the character. But yeah, we had a lot of, of free reign because these were kind of side characters, maybe second, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe secondary characters that didn't have a lot, you know, to do, but they were kind of in the stories. So yeah, we had a lot of freedom. 
That's awesome. And Nina has chimed in to say that she loves Ziva too. And oh. our family is big on the NCIS series. My dad was actually wearing his Gibbs sweatshirt earlier this week. And so <laughs> it's, it's always fun when you can see those kind of inspirations or um, references in a book. So tell us about the hero because he's kind of different too. Um, yeah, so he's kind of reformed. So, you know, prior to the story, he kind of had that reputation. So he's comes from a very rich family. I always think of like the Kardashians, just kind of like those reality star TVs, you know, they're everywhere. And um, so he was kind of grew up in that that lifestyle and got caught up in the money and, you know, the fame and things like that. And so he kind of disappeared from the scene. He was tired of that. Some bad things happened and he left. Um, so this story is about him coming back and he's like, I'm a changed person, but no one believes it. So. And isn't that something that often we struggle with, you know, yeah. people don't see the ways we've changed or they keep expecting us to yeah. fail. And so that felt really real to me as I was reading it, you know, just that I left to escape this. And now because of a tragedy, I had to come back yeah. and I don't want to be here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's and exactly Preston happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then his sister is so like the Kardashians. Yes. Was she fun to write or was she kind of like, you're like, I got to have someone who kind of feels a little evil, but maybe not totally evil. Well, and I kind of was like, well, maybe, you know, you never know. I kind of had a lot of red herrings in there. Um, but I did try and give her some grounding because at first I was like, she's kind of a caricature because she's just so out there. Um, and I yeah. love crazy characters, but I made her a little too crazy at first. So I had to kind of give her some, some, you know, a human side because she was, you know, just kind of that like lived her life streaming online and, and just kind of, kind of that selfish kind of attitude. So yeah, she was fun to write, but yeah, I, you know, I wanted her to have a soft human side too, because, you know, she's, I want to make sure my characters are grounded and, you know, dimensional. Yeah. And often I think sometimes when we're writing, it can be very easy to make someone who we know they're the bad person and not that she is, but yeah. you know, just when we're writing, it can be real easy to go too far and make someone more of a cardboard character than yeah. an actual kind of grounded. And so then the challenge is to pull it back and yeah. be like, okay, not, not every villain is purely evil. You know, it's, mm -hmm. there's, there's more well-rounded to most yeah. people. So exactly. I you never want a villain. That's like a cartoon character, you know, like you want, you know, because you want someone that's going to be human-like. Yeah, exactly. And then as a reader, we always uh -huh. pick up on those. Yeah. So what's one thing that you didn't expect to learn while you were writing for Sunrise and Lynette that you're like, oh my gosh, that made the whole experience worth it? I, well, being a new writer, I just didn't understand the whole process of publishing. Um You know, the, the rounds of editing you go through and the different types of editing and um Honestly, like, I think for me, just noticing how much better I got at writing every time I wrote and every time I learned something and then I was able to apply that, like I could just see myself getting better and better. And that was such a great process too, um, you know, and having, you know, wonderful editors too, to kind of help point me in the right direction and, and make the script or the, the manuscript stronger. I mean, that was just invaluable. That's awesome. And I think that's one of the things that I love most about writing mm -hmm. is I I'm working on my 39th or 40th book right wow. now. I'm like I am still there are ways I can grow and I've got edits on another book sitting on my desk going, yeah, 
okay, I just got pushed harder, faster, farther. And that's great. You know, Mm -hmm. you can never arrive. There's always something to do and to go deeper in. So when you're not writing, what's your life look like? Well, I do have a day job. I work in insurance. So I do, um, you know, it is a little hard to balance full-time work. And then I feel like sometimes full-time writing. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I know you have such a busy schedule too. So, um, but you know, I still try and spend time with my family. I've got some nieces and nephews I love to hang out with. And um, so, you know, I do try and have some fun times too. And so it it does create a busy schedule, but I manage. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And a supportive husband helps a lot for me. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you're down in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And do you imagine setting any books up there or down there from Indiana um, in the future? I do. I think Orlando is an interesting place. Um, You know, it's very multicultural. So I'm always like thinking witness protection is probably hiding a bunch of, you know, witnesses here. And um, I just there's a lot you can do in Orlando. Um, People do think it's like theme parks and, and fun. But, you know, I think yeah, I would think I would love to write, or at least in Florida in general. I mean, we've got the Everglades, we've got like, you know, a lot of stuff that could be potential book settings for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard they're like underground cities almost, uh, like the theme parks and things. You could have all kinds of chaos oh, happening yeah. in some of those locations. It could be oh, really yes. Nice. That would be interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, a witness protection person who's also a character actor at Disney, <laughs> maybe like, um, oh, I'm of course I'm blanking on the name, someone from Monsters, Inc., where they're in costume and you can't see them, and so they're safe. <laughs> they're chasing a bad guy in a costume. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be awesome. I love it. You can have a lot of fun writing that one, even as yeah. you have suspense in it. Yeah. So what do you see doing next? Um, is this your only book, or do you hope to write more? So with Sunrise, we actually are doing a novella for 2023. So it'll be Sammy Abrams and um, Kate. Uh, and we'll be having um, like a, a three book collection of a novella with the Elite Guardians. So maybe some of your favorite characters will pop up again. And then for 2024, uh, yeah, 2024, it's like you're so far out in the future. I don't even know what year it is. Um, we are going to have a new set of Guardians. Oh, how so there's going to be new guardians coming, um, a new location, like a new city. So it's a lot of fun. So we're working on that. Oh, that's awesome. Because I loved all three of your books. I oh. thought you, Kate and Sammy just did a great job extending the series. So now it's going to be like NCIS LA or NCIS, yes. <laughs> they put one like in Las not Las Vegas, New Orleans. Yes. And so exactly. We, we are doing it in Savannah. So um, we actually, we actually had like a trip, the three of us met up and we just kind of toured around Savannah. So. Oh my gosh. Uh, Now I don't think of Savannah as being a place where a lot of bodyguards are needed though. You can find crime probably in any city. We've got some good ideas coming along. I can't wait to hear more about those. That is so fun. And Michelle says, yay for the 2024 news because she hadn't heard about that. And I was thinking the same thing. So that's really fun. Yeah, it is. It's been a lot of fun. So we get to keep kind of going. So that's going to be great. So when you aren't writing and you're not working in insurance, what do you like to read? Oh, I like to read actually all genres, but I mean, of course I prefer suspense. So I do read a lot of suspense novels, um, but you know, I, I will pick up other other novels as well. Mostly fiction. I don't do a lot of nonfiction. Yeah, but. I, 
I think most of my nonfiction tends to be research yeah, or, or it's true. like leadership books or something. Yeah. Now, Nina wanted to know, did you go to Leopoldo's ice cream when you were in Savannah? We did. Yes, we did. There was a giant line, but we waited in it to make sure we went. Yes. So was it good? Is it something yes. I should do? It was really good. They had like really unique flavors. I think I had like pecan um, or some flavor, like just kind of local, like I was a flavor I've never had. So it was fun. It was really neat. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, you're going to be writing, you're writing the novella. You're mm -hmm. going to be writing another novel for Sunrise. Mm -hmm. What's next after that? Oh, um, you know, I have some proposals in the works, some ideas, um, you know, I mean, at this point, who knows? I, I would like to keep writing, though, like maybe write my own series. So I've got some ideas out there. So we'll see what happens. That's awesome. So other than traveling to Savannah, where would you go if you could go anywhere in the world? If I just handed you like a magic plane ticket? I well, I'm actually planning a trip for next year. I love Ireland. So I'm going back. I've been to Dublin before. Um, so I'm going back. My mom and I, um, we took a trip a few years ago and now so we're going back. Um, Dublin and then maybe Southern Ireland and to tour around. So I'm excited about that. That's it's like awesome. just my favorite place. Like, even though I've already been there, I'm like, I don't need to see anything else. I'm good. I just want to go back to Ireland. That is so fun. It's one of the places when I was asking my mom a couple months ago, yeah. okay, where would you like to go? She said, well, maybe Ireland. So I think uh, I might be emailing you going, okay, yeah. so where do we go? Because yeah. I have been in the Dublin airport and that's it. And that's not oh, enough. no, that's not enough. No, yeah. no it was very, very fun. I decided I was going to run a half marathon. Um, so I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go big. So I did it in Dublin. That's amazing. Yeah. The only half marathons I've done have been in Indianapolis. Oh, so that would be so cool. Was it? Well, obviously it was outdoor, but was it all in Dublin or did they have you go out into the countryside too? It was all through the city, through some of their big, you know, tourist areas. And then it ended in like a big park. Oh, but it was like fun. the rock and roll series. Yeah. I just was like, I'll probably only run one. And I did a few others. Um, I had to kind of stop because I kept injuring myself, but um, I had a couple injuries, but yeah, I, I did a couple more, but yeah, I was like, I'm probably only going to do one. So make it big. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So when you're writing, where, how do you fit it into your schedule? I love to write like when I have a couple of hours of uninterrupted time. Like I know a lot of people are like, I have 20 minutes, I'm going to write. Um, but usually, I mean, Saturdays or, you know, Sunday afternoons, just kind of take it a few hours and I go to Starbucks and I just kind of set up like a little office there. And I don't know, something about like the whir of the machines and the, you know, background noise. It's like, I can focus and pay attention. So that seems to be working for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I wrote many a book at Panera and <laughs> some at Starbucks. You know, it's like if it's total silence, yeah, I actually get distracted. I need yeah. something going on in the background because otherwise yes. I'm like, what am I missing? Something's yeah. going on and I'm missing it. And so and I seem to surf the internet less when I'm not at my house. I don't know. At my house, I just get distracted or I'll be like, oh, I gotta check the wash or I gotta, you know, and I'm like yeah. not focusing. I'm the same way. There's something that needs to be done. And I hit a block and I'm like, I don't know what to do next. So let's go do something non-writing related. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you if they want to stay up to date on what you're doing? Are you on Facebook, the internet? Where, where's yes. your home? I'm on Facebook. I have an author, a Facebook, um, 
but I have an Instagram account. So I like to do, do book reviews. So I have best in suspense kind of as my username for Instagram and I'll post photos and books and things like that. Um, and then best in suspense is my review site. I have Kelly Underwood author as well. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I'm doing some drawings for some, some books, autographed books. So um, I'm trying to have people on my newsletter list just to kind of get like, and I only send out one update, maybe a month. So people aren't getting spammed, but um, that's the best way to keep up with me to know what's going on is through the newsletter. So on either site, you can register for the newsletter. And autographed books are always yes, the yes. best. So I am giving away some autographed books through people who are signed up for the newsletter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So since you're the best in suspense reviewer, <laughs> what are some of your favorites that you've read in like the last 12 months, yearish? Oh, I read several. So Targeted just came out and it's like three of my favorite authors. Um, it's Lynn Blackburn, Lynette Eason, and Natalie Walters. Um, but I like it. So I'm not a fan of novellas because they're always too short. And I'm like, I want more. Um, but this is so great because it pulls in characters from previous books. Um, they're both, they're all three fantastic, you know, authors. So it's just, it's so fun to kind of read their stuff. And I love having some of the older characters come in. Um, I read The Premonition at Withers Farms by Jamie Jo Wright, and I loved it. Like, I think the House on Foster Hill was my favorite. Now I'm like, ooh, it's kind of tied now with this new one because it was really good. Yeah, um, I've got that one in my to-be-read pile. And I'm yeah, like, I probably won't get to it for a little while, but oh. She's such a good writer. Yes, and it helped that I read it around Halloween time because it's got that creepy vibe. Yeah, she does gothic really well, That's... where the whole setting seems to become part of the story. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then um, I got to pre-read one of Lisa Phillips' Burn the Dawn in her new series, um, and that was just excellent. So I think that comes out in November, but that's a really good series, like a thriller series that she has. So I think oh, those that's... are probably my top three that I've been like, obsessing over and like, I want to talk about these books. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I enjoy doing a lot too, is just that I read so many books that it's great to be able to talk about them and um, just, you know, let people know, you know, here are some books that I enjoyed that you might enjoy. So I love that you are sharing your love for books with other people. And I have to agree, Targeted was fantastic. Oh yeah, that was great. It's, and I think it's a challenge to get novellas where they're satisfying, you know, mm -hmm. that you don't feel like, ah, it was shortchanged. It's too short to really do anything. And I thought all three of them did a great job with that. Exactly. Yeah. They, I mean, you, they pack so much action and suspense and tension into one short story or shorter. Um, yeah, it was perfect. That's Absolutely. awesome. Well, I am so excited for you on the release of Defending Honor because uh, it was just, I really enjoyed it. I loved the way you kind of blended uh, Ziva kind of character yeah. and Layla along with the ultra rich guy who tried to get away from it and now yeah. he's been sucked back in. And then you had so many red herrings. There were yeah. so many people who could have been involved. You really did a great job with that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So it was so much fun to read. And uh, for those of you who are watching who want to read Defending Honor, you can pick it up anywhere that books are sold. Um, it was really good and did a wonderful job extending Lynette Eason's Elite Guardian series. So thank you so much for joining me, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. This is great.
Yeah, it was great to meet you. Nice meeting you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this conversation, remember you can join us live on my Facebook page on Tuesday evenings at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next conversation. I'd also be grateful if you'd leave a review on your favorite platform. I love to hear from you, so be sure to leave a comment on this episode's show page at caraputman.com, and you can also interact with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And don't forget, when you join my e-newsletter, I send you a copy of Dying for Love, the novella that launches the Hidden Justice series, as my gift to you. Thanks again for tuning in. 